ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون ولا تكونوا كالذين نسوا الله فانساهم انفسهم اولئك هم الفاسقون لا يستوي اصحاب النار واصحاب الجنه اصحاب الجنه هم الفائزون جعلني الله واياكم من عباده المتقين الفائزين الذاكرين امين اللهم امين ايها بليف دون الله دث ابروتش يو اون ستيت اوف تقوى اونلي ان ستيت اوف بايتي اند رايتشسنس وي اسك الله سبحانه وتعالى تو ميك اس اول امونغست المتقين امين اللهم امين beloved brothers and respected sisters one of the greatest lessons that we learned in ramadan and bi idhnillah going to learn and experience in the journey of hajj as we're living between ramadan and hajj is the importance of good character to reform oneself to go back to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam sunnah when you go to hajj you remember the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam saying khudu anni manasikakum that follow my steps as you and i perform hajj and of course the month of ramadan brothers and sisters was the month of sunnah how many ahadith have you and i heard in the month of ramadan we explained his life sallallahu alaihi wasallam in 29 nights of course a very small portion of his life his human side sallallahu alaihi wasallam the prophet smiling and the prophet crying this allows you to discover the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam from a different angle i remind my brothers and sisters when we speak about the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and i remind myself that it is very important min al muhim من المهم ألا يتعرف الإنسان على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بأنه مصدر التشريع فحسب فقط بل علينا شخصنة النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وأن نعلم أنه نبي إنسان وقدوة It is very important for a person that has embarked in this journey to discover who the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم to not only believe that he sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the source of information of wahi of laws clear set of laws that you and I have received but rather believe that he sallallahu alaihi wasallam was our role model when a person sits down and just absorbs and takes in this information do this don't do that do this don't do that it creates a distance between you and that person You can no longer relate to him. It is almost a do and don't relationship, where he is telling you what to do, and most of these obligations are things that people may not desire at the moment. But when you look at the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam as the greatest role model, the greatest role model that was sent to the world, the greatest individual that humanity has ever known. When you know that he was sent by Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala through clear revelation to change humanity to improve your life to improve our situation to take us out from the dark to light darkness to light 
to empower you and I, to empower our children, to empower our women, to empower our ummah, to give us a clear set of laws that allow you and I to understand the importance of justice, equality, and a long list of things in our businesses, halal and haram. You begin to find yourself, brothers and sisters, having this emotional connection with your beloved Prophet When I look at halal and haram as an obligation, I won't find myself connecting to these obligations and these orders on a spiritual level. But when I believe that everything that is halal and permissible is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, brothers and sisters, has given to me as a gift where I know there's a maslaha behind it. There's a general benefit behind this mubah, that which Allah has made permissible. And when I look at haram as something that is very harmful and dark and dangerous, something that I shouldn't be a part of, I shouldn't struggle with it because I know this is very dangerous for me and my family and my community. I begin to find myself distant from this haram. I rip my desire out of my chest. I no longer desire that haram because I know the impact that that haram has. When I look at drugs, I know it's haram. To overcome that desire that a person may have, it is very important to know this is harmful for me. Beyond the religious prohibitions that we have in our tradition, this is harmful. When Islam says khamr, anything that may lead to intoxicants is of course prohibited, but also dangerous, something that I must stay away from. If I'm talking about gambling, interest, whatever it may be, to allow myself to connect to that amr, that order, that obligation, or that nahi, that prohibition, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made haram on a spiritual level is what allows you and I to grow and to connect ourselves to the Prophet In these coming khutab, brothers and sisters, I would like to focus on a surah. On a chapter in the Qur'an that does not only tell you what to do, but it allows you to discover certain things that are clearly muharramat, prohibited in our tradition. And these muharramat are very dangerous because it allows major conflict. It allows major demolition, disunity, hatred. These are very serious points, one with Allah and one with His creation. Where Allah clearly lays out the foundation of connection. And what allows that disconnection to take place? And how does it occur? And He warns you and I from certain things. And then He subhanahu wa ta'ala changes the topic where now He connects to you and I. And begins to tell you and I how to navigate in life and what are the things that we must refrain from. And I feel that our ummah needs to change the way it treats Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the way it deals with revelation and the way we deal with people. Because this is what has caused major division. Major division is how we relate to Allah and we connect to Him. Where we have found ourselves disconnected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the way we treat people, brothers and sisters. This is how communities fall apart. This is how families are ruined. This is how the ummah has been torn apart, brothers and sisters. Very simple things that Islam has laid and made very clear in the Qur'an, but for those whom contemplate. In the coming khutab, inshallah, if we are given that opportunity, I would like 
to revive and to relive Surah Al-Hujurat. Surah Al-Hujurat, which is only 18 ayat. It's not Surah Al-Baqarah. It's not Surah Al-Baqarah. It's not Surah Ali Imran. Surah Al-Hujurat, 18 verses, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly mentions the social life and the life of a Muslim, how to interact with other people, what to do when you and I receive negative news about people, how to speak to other individuals. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins by connecting you with him and his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And I would like to begin with that. If someone, brothers and sisters in this life, with all what you and I have, if we lose Allah, we have lost everything. Wallahi, if a person finds Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and connects to him through his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he or she have found everything. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are everything and without Allah, we are nothing. Without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are nothing. You can just look at the positive impact that Islam had on the Sahaba. Without Islam, People, brothers and sisters, didn't even want to conquer the Arabian Peninsula. It was worthless. They were left alone. They were never conquered by the Persians or the Romans. They were left alone. Why? Because they were people of no value. And here comes the Prophet ﷺ with a beautiful message. Where he was able to transform the lives of people. Billions of people. Can you imagine, you're the follower of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. After 1,400 years later, after 1,400 years, you're following the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You're coming to the khutbah. You're listening to the khutbah. You might agree with something and disagree with other things, but you come and you show your respect and you send your salawat and you're here and you're praying 1,400 years later. You are showing your respect and love and dedication towards your Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa It shows you that he sallallahu alayhi wa was very sincere and clear in his message. That he sallallahu alayhi wa received this message through revelation. It can't be through a normal human being that just walked the streets of Mecca. That is able to influence billions of people throughout history. Only a few hundred thousand 100,000 Sahaba that existed in his time, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Some ulama say 120,000. Some of them just seen him once and left. Didn't raise 120,000 scholars, just a few scholars, you can count them. But of course, billions of followers later on. Billions or millions of scholars that came after the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Number one, brothers and sisters, I would like to begin with the ayah. Where Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala allows you and I to revisit a neglected issue as we're taken by knowledge which may lead to arrogance here and there. Knowledge could either humble you, sincere knowledge, pure knowledge must humble a person. But on, on the other side, it may lead to some arrogance. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from that. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins... And he says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amal. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu arda says, 
When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, a'irha sam'aka wa qalbaka fa inna allaha yukhatibuk. He says, the moment Allah says, O you who believe, allow your ears to listen and your heart to pay attention and to reflect and to prepare. Prepare for this ayah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling the believers. Are we among them or not? If we allow this ayah to pass by with no contemplation and we don't understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us through this ayah, then a person doesn't consider himself or herself among the believing men and women. But if a person stops and reflects and prepares to listen to this ayah because this is Allah calling upon you and I, then this is a person that deserves that message. He says, يَا أَيُّوَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُقَدِّمُوا بَيْنَ يَدَيِ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ O you who believe, do not bring anyone or proceed ahead of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Don't allow shaitan to make you think that your judgment is greater than the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's judgment. Don't allow shaitan to make you feel that what you have to offer is greater than what was offered by the Prophet ﷺ. And be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And subhanAllah, this ayah or the surah was revealed when Banu Tamim, they sent one of their leaders, Al-Aqra ibn Habis, and he comes and this is why it's named Surah Al-Hujurat, is that the Prophet ﷺ was at home. And they came in around Dhuhr time. And they said, Ya Muhammad! Ya Muhammad! And they were yelling like there's no tomorrow. They were very aggressive. The Prophet ﷺ came out. And then Al-Aqra ibn Habis was leading them. He says, Ya Muhammad! Inna madhi la zayn, wa inna dhammi la shayn. إِنَّ مَدْحِي لَزَيْنِ وَإِنَّ ذَمِّي لَشَيْنِ Where he says, O oh Muhammad, when I praise you, this is a sign of glory. And when I decide to speak against you in a negative manner, this is considered as an embarrassment. The Prophet ﷺ then said, الْمَدْحُ وَالذَّمُّ مِنَ اللَّهِ it's not from you. And subhanAllah, this surah was sent down to criticize them. Many people have never heard this hadith but have read the surah. It shows you that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the honors whom He wills and puts down whom He wills. Even though this was one of the most honorable tribes and families, Banu Tamim. But of course the Prophet praised them later on. It wasn't only the surah. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did criticize this aspect of them, this part of Banu Tamim, that they were disrespectful in their approach. And as they came to the Prophet ﷺ, they were a bit arrogant. That they had something to offer, they had a greater solution, they had a greater message, that they had more experience. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then reveals the surah on the Prophet ﷺ. And the first thing that he ﷺ receives from Allah, لَا تُقَدِّمُوا بَيْنَ يَدَيْ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Make sure with all of your affairs, with all of your issues, with your daily challenges and everything that you and I may experience, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Prophet comes first.
When you think of the Prophet wasallam as someone that will deliver a message in Jumu'ah, when you come to the masjid and that's it, then you have not yet understood who the Prophet wasallam was. And I feel, brothers and sisters, this is where we have failed as an ummah, that we wait to hear the prophetic message in Jumu'ah, or in a lecture, or in a Qur'anic dars, or whatever it may be. And then this is when the Prophet wasallam is preaching to us. It's not how we talk and we walk and we deal with others. When we eat, how do we eat? Do we eat with our right? People belittle these things. I remember someone was drinking with their left and he said, Brother, drink with your right. So people are getting killed in Syria and you care about this? It has nothing to do with that. And I feel that we have become very arrogant in these little small sunan that he وسلم, has made very clear. And subhanAllah, look at the next two ayat. Our ulama, alayhim rahmatullah, they say, وَهَذِهِ الْآيَاتِ تَدُلُّ عَلَى وُجُوبِ احْتِرَامِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ حَيًّا أَوْ مَيِّتًا That these verses are given to you and I to enforce the understanding of respect and love towards the Prophet wasallam in his life and after his departure. So these ayat are always relevant. They're always taken as is. You cannot say these ayat were only revealed on the Sahaba. You can just see when you recite the ayat that there is a message that you and I are receiving through these ayat. Beyond the story of Banu Tamim and beyond the story of Abu Bakr anhu and Umar ibn al-Khattab and the argument that took place in the presence of the Prophet wasallam, there's something that you and I must take back. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروا فيفوز المستغفر. الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على النبي المصطفى محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله الطاهرين وبعد. Listen to these ayat, brothers and sisters. Just two ayat. And put yourself to the test. And I put myself to the test. Where do I stand as an ummati? As a follower of the Prophet Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal amanu, la tarfa'u aswatakum fawqa sawti nabi, wa la tajharu lahu bilqawli kajahri ba'dikum liba'd. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the Sahaba and tells you and I to not raise our voices over the Prophet sallallahu voice. Where your voice and my voice shouldn't be louder than his. The message behind this brothers and sisters is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making sure that you and I understand that Allah has given his Prophet that authority of delivering the message, that authority of hukum, of setting clear laws. And of course, this is through wahi, through revelation. Our voice and our opinions and our ideologies and our understanding of what Islam is shouldn't be louder than what he وسلم, has said and made very clear. Never put yourself in the Prophet ﷺ's shoes. 
Never allow yourself to think that you have more authority and you have more wisdom and you know more about the Prophet and Islam than he And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us in many ayat. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he or she will never receive and understand what iman is all about or experience that level of iman that is needed until they allow you to take on that position of leadership. They go back to you and their affairs. There's three things that we learn in this ayah that teaches you and I our connection to the Prophet And this is very important. Number one, we go back to him in our affairs. We go back to him in our affairs and problems. We go back to his guidance. Number two, again, these are three important points with our connection and respect to the Prophet which would then lead to iman. Number one, we go back to him. Number two, we are satisfied and content. The moment, brothers and sisters, we receive the answer from the Prophet ﷺ, you feel this level of satisfaction and happiness and joy. That whatever the Prophet ﷺ said is something that I should do. The last point, which is Islam. That after you feel this level of contentment, and you feel good, you decide to go with it. You decide to proceed with it. Even if it's something that may not make complete sense to you and I. But to follow the sunnah is so important. Umar radiallahu anhu arda, brothers and sisters, was making tawaf. al-hajar al-aswad. He stood in front of the black stone. He said, Wallahi inni la'alamu annaka hajar. Wallahi I know that you are nothing but a rock. La tadur wa la tamfa. Walawla anni ra'aytu rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallama yuqabbiruka ma qabbal. That if it wasn't for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kissing you and I seen him kissing you, I would have never kissed you. Why would I kiss a rock? But it was the Prophet ﷺ that kissed the rock that allowed Umar anhu to proceed. Keep in mind, brothers and sisters, again, this is a longer topic of the contradiction between the nas and the aql, revelation and the human mind. Can they ever go against each other? And the answer is no. Either the nas, which is the ayah and the hadith, is not clear. It allows different interpretations where the mind comes in because you cannot underestimate the human mind. Because through our minds and through our intellectual levels is what allows us to discover the ayat. Because you have people that eliminate the human mind, that is impossible. We have to respect the human mind. But there are many things in the Qur'an and in the sunnah that allow different interpretations and the whys and hows in Islam allows all of that. Or brothers and sisters, the hadith may not be clear where most of the time if there is a contradiction, this hadith may be weak. A hadith that was not accepted by the scholars to begin with. But it is impossible. It is impossible for the human mind 
to find this contradiction between a clearness that is authentic and agreed upon the ulama to be authentic. And there are certain times where you feel something inside, this debating part of you, this challenging part of you where you want to go back. But wallahi brothers and sisters, it only needs more understanding and depth in our understanding of Islam which allows you to discover this way of tashri' and nusus, ayat and ahadith. And this is when we go back to the third ayah. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَغُضُّونَ أَصْوَاتَهُمْ عِنْدَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ امْتَحَنَ اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ لِلتَّقْوَىٰ That those whom decided to lower their voices in the presence of the Prophet You know those moments where you want to respond and you want to go back and forth? Those people are guaranteed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's maghfirah. Those are the people that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised in this ayah. Where they lower their voices out of respect and humbleness and understanding that this is what he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wanted and this is what I should be doing. These are three groups of people. Number one, they never bring anyone ahead of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, people that allow themselves to speak louder than the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where you feel the sense of rejection. Number three, a group of people that stand with humility and respect and accept that which has given by the Prophet ﷺ. Even the smallest sunnah never belittle those small sunnah. That sunnah, brothers and sisters, is what allows you to stand next to your Prophet ﷺ as he ﷺ was given that beautiful honor in Quran. مَنْ يُطِعِ الرَّسُولَ فَقَدْ أَطَاعَ الله. Whomsoever obeys the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has obeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We continue bi idnillah in the coming khutab to speak about the social aspect of things and how the Surah Al-Hujurat gives us a different understanding of communication and honor and love towards others. Allah wa sallu wa sallimu ala man ba'athahu Allahu rahmatan lil'alameen. Haythu mirtum bi salati wa salami alayhi faqala azza man qail inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما